Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to my podcast show, Inner Vibration, the Personal Development Show. Uh, thanks so much for being here. Today we're talking about characteristics of a toxic person. So let's just jump right into it. Hello, and thank you so much for being here with me today. If you're new here, let me introduce myself before we start today's episode. My name is Negar, and I'm a personal development educator, life and business coach, and I'm the founder of Inner Vibration. And on this podcast, I'll be talking about topics like confidence, insecurities, relationships, purpose, social media growth. I'll be talking about a little bit about my story and how I got started with my business and so many more topics. Today's episode is about defining or um, explaining and going through 14 different characteristics of a toxic person or toxic people. So some of the questions that I want to answer and address in this episode are how do you know someone is toxic? What do you do around toxic people? Are they different than energy vampires? Am I a toxic person? And how do I get rid of a toxic person? So toxic people are people who have little or no emotional intelligence, very little understanding, very little empathy. You may find a friend or a family member to be toxic based on their behavior patterns. People who are self-centered um, basically lack the ability to re- relate to other people, to understand other people, to put themselves in other people's shoes. Anyone who makes you feel like you're not good enough is toxic for you. Anyone who causes you stress in your life is toxic for you. Anyone who uses you for their own benefit is a toxic person. Toxicity is is any behavior that makes you lose focus of the things that are important in your life. People who are liars, uh, pessimistic, or have no desire to live a happy, peaceful life are toxic. People who don't want to be drama-free or they say they're drama-free, but the reality shows otherwise. So the first one I want to talk about is inconsistency. So have you ever had a friend tell you one thing and then do the exact opposite? Or have you had a friend who is inconsistent with their friendship, their loyalty, their relationships? So it can be really frustrating, I think, to deal with people who are inconsistent in their promises and plans, and especially if those plans directly affect you. Or maybe, you know, they're inconsistent with their loyalty. One day they're your friend, the next day they're nowhere to be found. You might feel like you can't rely on them or receive, you know, little to no support from them. Number two is they project their own feelings onto you or others. So if a friend or a partner or anyone that you know treats you poorly every time they have a bad day, uh, they are actually projecting their own insecurities onto you. They're projecting their own stress and anxieties onto you. Just because someone is stressed out, or feeling insecure, it does not give them the right, it does not allow them to treat other people poorly just because they're experiencing something negative in their life. Um, Now, does that happen? (laughs) Yeah, it does. Uh, But it doesn't mean that it's okay, and I think that we've normalized this, but I don't think that um, that is the best way to allow someone to uh, blow off some steam on you is not the correct way uh, for you, even if you want to help that person, Like you're not helping them by letting them do this to you. If you're someone who lashes out on other people every time you feel insecure or stressed out, you might want to be alone and observe your own feelings and maybe you're the toxic one. It's not always other people. Um, Understand, I think, you need to understand that other people have no idea what you're going through. So 
it's just not fair for you to put everything, all the things that you're dealing with onto other people who have nothing to do with how you feel. You should not treat people differently based on how you're feeling every single day. If you're having a bad day at work, it's not okay to go home and pick on uh, your kids or your spouse or your, your family your friends, your what, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, anyone. It's toxic behavior. Eventually, people are going to uh, avoid you and get tired and sick and they're not going to want to be around you because they're tired of being your punching bag, okay? And number three is, you know, that sorry, not sorry type of attitude. It's another type of toxic behavior, I think, and it's where someone is not able to apologize uh, for saying or doing something that hurt you. That is, okay, so it's either giving you a lame or meaningless apology or no apology at all if you feel like it's just it wasn't enough or if you feel like yeah you know they apologize but you don't feel like they really truly understand why you're so upset then it wasn't good enough a toxic person might even get upset at you for not getting over the situation fast enough they might not even allow you the time to process something or take your time in moving on from it like they want you to be over it as like, very quickly and if they've apologized and they think oh that's enough like why are you so upset they won't understand why immediately after they've apologized like you're still not able to uh, move on from it or forgive them or forget about it maybe you're able to forgive but maybe you're not able to forget yet like you're still a little bit um, hurt or, or you feel like you're a little bit wounded if that makes sense number four is they twist your words This type of toxic person will take anything that you say and they'll turn it around on you. This can be very frustrating, very exhausting because it forces you to always have to explain yourself and your intentions a thousand times, a thousand different ways to make sure it's not being understood um, any other way than how you're intending it. It's just going to get exhausting. So, you know, eventually you're going to feel like you need to always have your guard up or walk on eggshells and if anyone is listening to this episode and you know what it feels like to walk on eggshells because you're so afraid of upsetting that person whether it's a boyfriend or girlfriend an ex or a current uh, partner you know how exhausting this behavior is walking on eggshells is just it just makes you feel like you can't be yourself because if you are then that person is going to get upset and then you don't want to deal with how they are when they're upset because it's toxic okay so you will start to rethink every sentence and word before you say it just to prevent a toxic person from using it against you. Number five is not being supportive. You know, I always ask people, what's the point of having a friend or a boyfriend or a girlfriend if that friend or that person that you're so close to and you're so invested in cannot be the slightest bit supportive? Being a supportive friend could be as simple as just listening to your friend talk. It could be reassuring someone that they are not alone and that they're going to be okay. It could just be an exchange of a few kind words. If uh, the people closest to you can't give you that, what would you need them for? Now, this is very different than saying, you know, rely on them and depend on them. I never like to encourage anyone to rely or depend on, uh, depend on anyone for peace, for your happiness, for any of that stuff, for feeling complete. But if you're going to keep someone around you, they better be contributing to that peace. They better be helping you maintain that peace. Because otherwise, what is the point? If you come to find out that one of your closest friends is never there for you when you need them the most and 
um, you know, you also see other toxic behaviors from them, it might be time to reevaluate that friendship. Okay. Number six is control freak. (laughs) This toxic person or this type of toxic person will always want to tell you what to do and how to do it. And you may even find that their advice uh, is not helpful at all. In fact, you might even feel like every time they offer their advice, it's a little bit counterproductive. You might feel like they're just setting you up for failure. Maybe they do it on purpose because of jealousy or competition, or maybe they don't. Maybe Maybe they truly feel that way. Either way, it's not healthy for you. If your friend is telling you to stand up to your boss in front of the whole company, you might want to rethink that if you want a job the next day, right? Another trait of a controlling, toxic person might be that they tell you to do something they wouldn't do themselves because they don't want their own relationships or situations or life to be sabotaged. Number seven is energy vampires. So energy vampires are those who make you feel really exhausted and really drained. Have you ever felt like that with um, with someone and you just don't know like why you're so tired? Have you ever felt like someone just, just, just doesn't understand you no matter how much you try to explain? Or maybe you felt like um, you met someone who was either insecure or controlling or self-centered. An energy vampire, um, they have a lot of toxic traits but you will be able to spot an energy vampire based on their energy. So as soon as you're in their presence, your energy starts to leave your body and all you want to do is literally just go home. You feel so tired as if you've worked a full shift. Coming home after hanging out with an energy vampire feels like you haven't been home in days. Like you will just love to be home at that moment. You want to just come home. You're likely going to take a shower, burn some sage or burn some lavender or something just cleanse your space with and then rest because you're so exhausted. Number eight is lying, is being a liar. I think this one is, you know, obviously pretty obvious, but it's not just the lying. It's also toxic when someone withholds information. They're, they're hiding something from you and doesn't see anything wrong with it. I think that's the toxic part about this situation is they don't see anything wrong with it. When you say, you know, how could you not tell me such an important thing? They'll say, well, you didn't ask. And they'll make it make you feel like you should have asked, like you should have known to ask. When someone has a habit of not telling you the whole story, it's just as bad as lying. And if this is something that bothers you, then make sure to be honest about what you do not accept in your life, especially if this person is someone you are intimately involved with. It can become very deceiving, very exhausting. It can uh, break your trust, break the confidence that you have in the relationship, and it's very, very, very unhealthy. Number nine is judgmental. If someone is constantly judging you or other people, you know, they might be a little bit toxic. Being judgmental of others is usually a sign of insecurity. It's usually a, a sign of not being um, completely open to what your purpose in life is. And it's because they're projecting their own insecurities on other people. So just be careful. You don't keep too many friends like this in your circle. In fact, don't keep any because it may rub off on you. Number 10 is just a no-show. Like this person is never available when you want to celebrate anything. Anytime you want to celebrate a raise, a promotion, a launch, um, a personal accomplishment, this friend is never around. Maybe this is because... They just don't know how to be happy for others or perhaps they feel so insecure about themselves that seeing someone else do well makes them feel worse about themselves. 
whatever the case is, make sure you're aware of, of, um, of a repeating pattern, of, of this repeating pattern. Number 11 is bringing up the past. This is probably one of the biggest signs of a toxic and insecure person. When someone is mad at you, and you know this is different than, than number two, where we talked about projecting their own feelings onto you when they had a bad day. Like this is different than that. So, you know, when someone's mad at you and they bring up the past or they bring up your something that you've done or said or something that's happened to you in the past that makes you feel insecure or um, when you and your friend or your partner are arguing about something that things and then things get heated, do you guys make it worse by name calling and disrespecting each other's characters? Or do you take a step back and cool off and come back when, when you're not so heated and, and emotionally negative? The reason um, this is toxic is because your words can stay on someone's mind for days, weeks, or months after the argument. So if every single time you and your partner argue, you're throwing around names or bringing up very, very sensitive subjects to hurt each other, Remember that it's difficult to move past these words. Remember, it's, it's difficult when someone in an, in an argument or a fight when things are already, you know, when you're both already feeling vulnerable and then the, your partner, the, the other person is using certain things that make you so insecure and they know how insecure it makes you. And they're using that up as a weapon to hurt you, as a weapon to get you down. Um... That can be very emotionally traumatizing. It it cannot you cannot get over that consistently, time after time after time, just because your partner said they're sorry. Well, if you're sorry, then do you do it again? Like, do you do it the second time, third time, fourth time, fifth time? Like, if it if it's continuous, you might want to rethink that. Especially again, if it's a consistent pattern, it just gets harder to forget when your partner or your friend thinks of you, um, uh, what they think of you every time they're mad at you. Number 12 is when the person plays victim. So have you ever had a friend who always plays the victim? They often um, over-exaggerate stories to make you feel bad for them. Years could go by before you realize what they're really doing because you're, you, you, you know, people have soft spots and you might, you might very easily believe what they're doing um, is really how they feel. When they, when they victimize themselves, you're really going to believe Yes, you know what? This person is such a victim. Oh my God, I feel so bad. The poor thing, like how can I help her or him, you know? The reality is that they have a habit of self-sabotaging their blessings and ruining good opportunities. So you will eventually get tired of feeling bad for them and you're going to expect them to grow up. So if you are someone who plays victim, you may want to evaluate your life and see why you are attracting certain situations. You may want to raise your vibration and do inner work on why you want people to feel so sorry for you. A lot of times we play victim um, because we want support or emotional understanding from other people. It's important for you to know that you can still have a friend's support without victimizing yourself. Okay, so that was 12 ways um, to identify a toxic person. If you enjoyed this uh, this podcast, I want to invite you to head on over to my website, www.innervibration.net, and I have some free goodies for you. Um, if you just go ahead and click on free gifts, there is a guide there waiting for you called 22 Ways to Raise Your Vibration. 
go ahead and download that, enjoy it, and definitely come back to uh, either of my social media platforms, Instagram, YouTube, or here, and let me know what you guys think. Be sure to subscribe to this um, to this podcast. I keep wanting to say channel because um, I was just filming some YouTube videos. Please make sure to subscribe to my podcast if you are listening from iTunes. And, and don't forget to connect with me on Instagram and my YouTube channel, both under the name Inner Vibration, just one word, the same way it is spelled here. Thank you so much for tuning in and for listening, and I will chat with you guys soon.